everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast. My name is Chelsea, and I'm here to talk to you a bit about my journey these past few years in the hope of connecting with some of you. I have found myself, lost myself, and experienced all the ups and downs that life has to offer. Now I'm trying to figure out, where do I want to go from here? With our lives in an ever-busy state, I think some good heart-to-heart talks are in order, and I'm willing to open up my life to you in order to help us both. I think we could use a good friend right now, and I'd like to be that person if you'll let me. So sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about life for the next little bit. I look forward to hearing all of your stories and sharing some of mine, and talking you through some of the problems we've all been experiencing in the past few years and beyond. I feel like talking a bit about my journey is where we'll start, and where do we go from there? Well, we can figure it out along the way. But in the meantime, let's chat. In this episode, we are going to touch on anxiety, as I feel it's something that a lot of us are experiencing lately. Even if you didn't have anxiety before, the uncertainty of the world as of late has definitely raised stress levels. I know personally, when the shelves in the local supermarket started to empty, I was feeling the heat. Anxiety can feel like the weight of the world is holding you back, sweating, increased heart rate, fear, and unsteady breathing. All these things are signs of increased anxiousness. But what do we do to combat these things when they start to creep into our everyday lives? Today, we're going to be chatting about some things you can do to fight off anxiety and stress monsters in your life. Anxiety is something that touches many lives, and I'm one of them. I've had test anxiety my whole life, but didn't really understand what that was until I got into college. And while it's not super serious anxiety in the realm of things, it disrupts my lives in ways I wouldn't even expect. Not only does it have me ritualizing tests with a set of things I have to do in order to even be able to take the test, but it affects me in other ways as well. This anxiety causes me not to sleep before taking my car in for DEQ testing. Yep, my car. And while I now find it funny that something so mundane causes me so much angst, it definitely hasn't always been that way. So we're going to chat about some things my friends have graciously shared with me about how they combat their anxiety, and hopefully something in here can help you too. If you steal their ideas outright, or if it sparks an idea of your own, I hope there's something here that helps. In high school, I had a friend who I was in English with my senior year. And if you've been through senior year in high school, you know what that means. Senior projects. And for our school, that meant giving a speech in front of a panel of our teachers and volunteers. Public speaking is a huge trigger for a lot of people, and many of us avoid it like the plague. When we are forced into this arena in order to graduate, well, you can imagine how much pressure that can put on an individual who already dreads the task. My friend, however, found himself a really cool way to help deal with the stress and pressure that was put on him. He called it square breathing, though now that I've explored more about it, sometimes this technique is called box breathing as well. And here's how you would use it. Square breathing is a technique used by a variety of people for a variety of reasons, from stress relief to meditation. It helps slow down your breathing and adjust your focus to being in the present, as well as it helps calm your nervous system. How do you perform something that seems so beneficial? Well, it's actually super easy. First, you want to make sure you're in a relatively quiet space if you can. Seated, feet on the floor, straight back. This will allow you to intake air most effectively. Then you exhale and push all of the oxygen out of your lungs through your mouth and really focus on this task while you do it. This clears your system to start the next step of breathing in through your nose for a slow count of four, filling your lungs with air while you count. Then you hold for another slow count of four, followed by exhaling through your mouth again for a four count. And then finally, 
holding again for a four count after you have emptied your lungs and chest cavity. This deliberate concentration on your breathing helps calm you and refocus your attention. And in his case, this breathing technique helped him graduate high school. I have another friend of mine who suffers from a family history of disorders, and anxiety is included in those. There are several things he uses to keep anxiety at bay, such as taking control of his thoughts when he starts to feel them shift negatively, and distracting himself with things like friends or games. But he specifically knows that for himself, finding the things that ground him the very most are the things that really help him. By removing anxiety, or at least staving it off with these techniques, he can regain control. His passion is music. So when he finds himself gearing up for an anxiety-driven nervous system override, if he is given the option of anything in this world, his choice would be sitting in silence with a record playing, eyes closed, and that's what he finds brings him back to reality. And it's a bonus if his furry friend hops up into his lap while he's vibing to his music. I've seen him do amazing things this year in spite of the hardships that he endures, and I couldn't think of a more deserving person for all the happiness and prosperity that he is now enjoying. He still continues to work on his anxiety, as it's not something that just disappeared or is cured. But he has come a long way in allowing himself to live a life that he can be proud of. Another friend of mine deals with both the physical and mental impediments that come with anxiety. They not only manifest in his nervous system, but in his digestive system as well. Double hits of frustration. As soon as he realized what was going on, he sought professional help. And through cognitive behavioral therapy, he started to learn techniques that helped him to find his way through those frustrating times. And while a lot of the standard things helped him to cope with the physical pains and the mental exasperations, the thing that really works for him is something that he found on his own, which I must say is pretty impressive. Seeking out help and continuing to search for things that work the best is some serious gumption. Before he changed jobs, he was a radio host. Something about being in a dark room and speaking into the void really touched his soul. And he found that mimicking that experience also helps to ground him now. He lays down, he tunes out to his favorite listen, like a good TV series we watch when we're not feeling well. Wolf 359, a podcast he enjoys listening to when things are rough, and ironically, it's about a man in space, a literal void, who speaks to himself in a similar darkroom fashion. The podcast is spoken in an almost old-school detective show kind of voice, and the sarcasm is endearing. I will leave the information for the podcast and show notes should you like to check it out. I guess what I'm really trying to get at here is that everyone experiences stress and anxiety at some point in their lives. It's about finding solutions to help you push past it or to continue on in spite of the emotional unrest. The goal of today's episode was to let you know that you're not alone in these feelings, but also that relief is individual. And while the things I talked about here are a few examples from my life and my friends, there are so many other ways out there, and many of them are not terribly intensive. So keep fighting the good fight and figure out what works for you. You know, I think I'll drop a post on my Instagram where if you want to share your tips on how you handle what life throws at you, you can drop them there. Or if you want to save the post and come back to it later to get inspiration from others who have left their knowledge or what has worked for them, I'm looking forward to seeing what you share, and I want to give a big thank you to my friends who took the time to chat with me about their lives and allowed me to share some of the techniques that have worked for them. I appreciate you guys. I would like to throw out a quick disclaimer for you on today's episode as we touched on some more serious mental health problems. Although I hold a master's in psychology, I'm not a practicing counselor. 
The information provided in this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not substitute for medical advice. My website and or communications within do not constitute as a patient-client relationship. And while I do strive to provide accurate and current information, it is not a replacement for medical advice and you should not rely solely on the information presented here. Please consult a medical professional or healthcare provider if you are seeking medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you would like to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode, with some occasional oddball freebie episodes thrown in there when I'm feeling feisty. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.